What are your thoughts on Hannah doing Thursday shows when you take off and interviewing one guest a week? I'm sure that there are guests that she can consider and seek out. You can post the interview on your sites. I'll run it live. What are Hannah's? Sure, she could do that. What are what are Hannah's thoughts on the alleged moon landing? Now they're going after you, baby. They want you to know. Yeah, you could do a Thursday show. I wonder how we could set you up if you wanted to do it. We could do, we could set you up from doing it from home, couldn't we? Simple. It's all possible. There's probably a way, but I don't understand how the technology works. So somebody would have to walk me through it. Yeah, we we could we could work it out. We could figure it out. Would you be interested in doing that show a week? I would love that. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay with it. Sure, are you kidding? More the merrier, baby. <laughs> I want to represent, you know? What's that? I said, I want to represent you. <laughs> no, you represent yourself. It'll be fine. You you find all kinds of fun people to, to talk to. We had a lady called um, uh, Cindy who called last week. And we were we had such a good time with her. She's somewhere, I don't know where she is, but she just loves our stuff and and um, people really responded to her. And she was talking all about uh, uh, her home birth. Mm. And people want to actually hear more from her about this. Let's see if I can find the email. Anyway, I'll find it. Um, she, we did a little... She came on the air long ago, and, and um, they were trying to have a third baby, but... Baby wasn't coming, right? Just wasn't coming. And I kind of just threw out there, well, I would just let it go. You know, give it to God. They'll come in when they're ready. That kind of an idea. You know me, all my peace, love, and hippie beat stuff, you know. Oh, no, they'll be fine. You know? And she did that, you know. And they had a baby. And, just, <laughs> and they did it totally at home with nobody. No midwife, nothing. And they cut the cord. They just figured it out. And they did the whole thing. And she was telling us all about it. So somebody wrote in and said, maybe you'd have her on again and she could explain more because I would like to have a baby and do it all at home and not have a midwife or anything. That would be really cool. So I have one of my best friends uh, runs a doula agency. I'm actually a certified birth doula myself. You are. Um, but she, she runs a doula agency in Lancaster. She might be a really good guest to have on because she's a huge proponent of home birth. She does a lot of home births for actually the Amish community oh. um, here in Lancaster. Um, but yeah, like that's, she's all about it too. So yeah, I know that would be a really cool. I'd like to talk to Cindy too. Yeah, you, you could do that one. I, so what do you mean you're a doula doula? What does that mean? So I would be a doula is basically like a birth coach. So you can support, um, you don't deliver the baby like a midwife it does, but you do counter pressure. You support, um, the mother during the birthing process, um, just through the different stages of labor, uh, just as a support person, kind of like a, like a birthing coach in a way. Uh-huh. Did you, uh, did, what kind of birth did, did you do for your little ones? Just regular normal? Uh, I had the very um, traumatic hospital births oh, for all of my kids, which I think is actually what led me to um, be a, actually become a doula because I had thought about pursuing that when I was in yoga teacher training, actually. 
Um, but my first son was breech and then, um, yeah, then I had two, uh, well, three hospital delivery deliveries. Oh my gosh. Can't talk. Um, and they were pretty traumatic. I'm not going to lie. Like they were hard. My mom had uh, midwife deliveries with my last two brothers. Um, I think I would have liked to have a home birth, but my partner at the time was not on board with that. But I did advocate for it for the, the last one. You advocated. I asked. I said, let's just not do this in a hospital. <laughs> I have a picture here of something that we put on. You'll like this one. I don't know if you've seen this one. Let me get it, pull it up here. Pretty cool. Uh, it would be under home birth, H, H. Uh, we're live here this morning on the 11th of August. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, um, 888-663-6386. Oh, here it is. Look at this picture. It's beautiful. Aww. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. Beautiful. So, so they've got the... the um, the placenta there and hmm. did she encapsulate her placenta then I'm wondering uh, what do you mean oh uh, Cindy the lady from who was on our show um, this is not her she buried it under a, in the garden or in a, in a tree or something like that but people do okay because you can like you know you can keep it and have it made into supplements to take after um you give birth it's supposed to help with recovery yeah that makes sense so what do they freeze dry it or something like that you can like yeah they make it into like uh, capsules and stuff that you can take i have heard of people actually eating it <laughs> yeah well, i think that yeah. the uh in dogs a different show. and dogs and cats they do right the dogs and cats eat it all yeah yeah because they're smart yeah that beautiful picture it's really cool that is really sweet and cindy this lady from last week she said they they left it for about a couple hours you know i think it it draws up all the the nutrients back into the baby and then mm -hmm. after after a while most of the nutrients go back into the baby so if you were so going to have another it. baby, would you ever do it like with nobody, just you and the and your partner? Would you do if that? If I was going to have another child? Yeah. Um, if my partner was supportive, I I don't see any issue with, with doing that. Yeah. Um, I think it would be so much more relaxing and enjoyable to do it that yeah. way. <laughs> I've seen people where they do it um, with uh, underwater, too. That's kind of cool. That yeah. seems like that would be relaxing if you had warm water and the baby just kind of slides out there and and can breathe can breathe right through the placenta right can mm -hmm. can be underwater yeah water births are pretty cool what fun huh oh but i wanted to answer the question about the moon yeah what do you yeah he wants to know about the moon just last night i watched a movie called capricorn one have you ever seen oh, it oh yeah oh yeah i have yeah and I was like, oh, they were telling us, they, like, again, I'm like, oh, they were already trying to tell us in this movie that these things aren't real. But, you know, they do it in such a pleasant way where you're like, oh, that's, wow. Like, you know, so, um, yeah, 
I don't think that these space missions are happening. Didn't they just shoot something off? Like, I think when I was on vacation, they were shooting, there was something what NASA was doing. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Um, The Explorer, they lost contact with the Explorer 1, right? And then they got contact again. Well, this is what's really hilarious. Explorer 1 supposedly, I don't know, let me let me tell you. Let me. I'll Google it. Okay, how far? <laughs> how far from Earth is Explorer? E X P L O R E R. Okay, how far above Earth is Explorer One? Let's see what they tell you. This is Solar Systems NASA. Um, mm-hmm. This is hilarious. Check this out. Okay. Plus, they have all these computer-generated pictures of it, right? Um, all right, just tell me how far. I don't, I don't like it when they do this. All they want to do is tell me. Just tell me how far it is. Well, anyway, it's like, um, of five billion light years, or some crazy, you know, come on, really? Light years? Five billion? Yeah, it's just been going on forever. It just keeps going, they say. I mean, it just keeps going. Yeah. Um, they just make this stuff up. They, they just make this stuff. Launched 64 years ago, the orbit dipped into 220 miles and reached a maximum altitude of 5,000 miles, and it's light years away. There's no way. There's, you just can't do it. And there's a, there's a firmament atop the Earth. You can't go more than 75 miles. I mean, they've shown rockets going up that hit the top, you know, hit the top of the, the firmament. So they just make this stuff up. They just make it up. Everybody believes it. And then they show you a computer-generated picture of Explorer 1, just in case you think they're lying. Well, they'll show you. See, here it is. There it is, just like Myla, just like Myla, my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, didn't they say that you could see that, you know, depending on where you were, you'd be able to see it in the sky? Weren't they saying that? Um, really? I thought maybe they were saying that. I don't know. They claim that's what you do with the ISS, the International Space Station, that you can see that. But that's been proven that doesn't exist. That's an underwater thing, and they... They film it underwater, and uh, that doesn't exist. They show you pictures from ISS, and they're all computer. They're so creative. I love that. They're, they're very creative. I, I think it's great. <laughs> they're very, very creative. Thank you for that. Now, they do get $25 billion a year for their trouble. So, I mean, you know, NASA. Yeah, we pay them. We pay them, Patrick. Thank you. Yeah. My taxes and tax your dollars. taxes... Twenty-five billion. <laughs> oh. You just can't make this stuff up. Let's do some emails here. I loved your car trouble story. Oh, that's been a while. A few a few weeks ago, right? Car trouble story. Seems like it yeah. all worked out. For your safety and benefit, I have a two twenty. 
2003 Prius, love it, just hit 100,000 miles, what happened to yours? Well, my Prius went to heaven. And just went to heaven. Bye. Yeah, just fall down, go boom. Hi, Patrick. Uh, I put this on your show with Darko. A teaspoon of dry table salt is about five grams. A heaping teaspoon might be close to 10 grams. The 25-gram amount described by Valchek is probably due to the sea salt being wet. Um, what kind of sea salt to use? I'm liking the salt protocol. How are you doing with it? I just get a sea salt from the local HEB, and it's really good, and um, just sun-dried. And um, I really like it. I'm really having a good time with it. I think uh, little things are moving, like this throat thing. I think it's a good thing, because it's healing what something. Hi, Patrick. I think you're a good person. I <laughs> enjoy your videos. Lots out. Lots of out there stuff, but really interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we do get out there, right, don't we, Anna? We do get out there. You got to. You got to get out there. Got to get out know? there, baby. Got to get out there. Time doesn't exist. It is the relative movement of volumes or stuff or stuff due to the energy inputs. Of course, there is no such thing as space-time. Einstein is nonsense. I don't rem- I don't I don't understand what they just said, but I'm 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 good with it, right? Thanks. If a sauna, which is infrared heat, is good to energize structured water as Dr. Pop has shown, making the exclusion zone wider and increases the electrical potential of the exclusion zone, would a hot shower or bath do the same thing? Is the effect on the body structured water only present when the heat is applied, or is the effect longer lasting? Uh, Pollard believes that it's the infrared light that is structuring the water in our body, the infrared, the infrared heat, that infrared energy, just like the sun does. Just like you got your body structured water when you're on the beach. Did you know that? You structured your body's water. So I'm not sure whether a hot shower would do that. I don't think so. Here's an interview, uh, a comment on Darko, one of our fave guys. Great interview, Patrick. And any funding that you get thoroughly deserved just on the strength of this one alone makes so much sense and cooperates with so much of the stuff that is being revealed at this time. And you guys explain it in a 
dumbfoundedly simple way. Thank you. I had had a few crystals of Himalayan rock salt, and now I'm scratching my head. We do have sea salt too, but next time I swallow a mouthful of seawater, I'll just make sure I spit it out. <laughs> you can actually drink seawater. Did you know that? A hand of people drink seawater now too. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how Darko came came upon this whole salt thing that he was traveling around in the boat and uh, started to play around with um, drinking seawater. And he really found out that the body can drink, a, have a lot of salt and do really good things with it. That's how his whole exploration occurred. Hmm. I know we need a lot more salt than we've been told. Yeah. That actually keeps us well. Yeah, I think so. Um, a lot of comments about Darko. Darko, wow, can't believe I never ran into him in my own pursuit. And on your bit shoot, thanks so much. What an awesome, sensical, unselfish, uncomplicated dude. <laughs> totally sensical. I find that high-quality simplicity is elegant. Nature is just that, too. Man just messes it up with his arrogance. We've been known to do that. A lot of salt and stuff. Well, here's an email that was commenting on one of Dr. Daniel's shows from Trevor. He says that herpes and genital herpes is a nutritional deficiency of animal foods, especially the collagen, absolutely non-pathogenic, can't be caught, all part of the fraudulent viral narrative promulgated by old man Rockefeller who took over the U.S. and Western world's medical system since the late 1910s. Does that resonate with you that all this herpes and all that stuff is all just made up too? <clears throat> I mean, I've never been diagnosed with anything like that. Um, so... I, I'm trying to imagine if you were someone that was having, I get, I mean, I'm, I think if I understand correctly, herpes is like the open source on your genitals. Is that right? Well, people get it on the lips. That's a form of herpes too. Herpes simplex like, one and two. I think one is on the lips and two, but all the, the people that are really looking at this now, the last few years say it's a nutritional deficiency, mainly collagen, the, the skin gets thin, very thin, especially in the genitals where they get a lot of friction and stuff like that. So people will have uh, sexual intercourse or whatever with the gaze, and then something will pop out. And so they think they caught something, which would be the natural thought, right? Oh, man, I got this. Look at this. Man. <laughs> Come on. What'd you give me, right? But uh, the, the real... The real science is showing that it's not that, because there is no, that these herpes things are in the body just like viruses and just like bacteria and fungus are all in the body, and they're there to clean things up. So 
these herpes things will pop out when there's a deficiency, mostly of collagen. The thin gets to skin. Fascinating, huh? What about like genital warts? Like, is there thoughts on that? I, I think it would be the same thing. You know, it'd be the okay. same thing. Something happens and something pops out, you know. Interesting. Now, so I'm thinking when you're talking about this, because I was thinking about doing a, like a turpentine cleanse. Have you ever heard of these like five day, like turpentine, you do it for like five days and it's supposed to like clean out all the parasites. Have you ever heard of that? Well, um, what Dr. Daniels, who probably knows more about turpentine than anybody, she says that um, turpentine doesn't really kill parasites because parasites are there for a reason, right? They're there to clean things up. They're the same guys that if you get put in the ground, which I don't recommend after you leave, they'll just, they'll just eat up everything, right? So where do the parasites come from? They're in the body. They'll eat everything but the bone. You know? So you pull somebody out after 20 years and well, look at Uncle George. He's just sitting there with just bones, right? So the parasites... He looks thinner. He, yeah, he looks thinner. He lost a little weight. So, so that the turpentine actually stuns parasites if there's too many because they can get overgrown, you know, because of uh, poor thinking, poor diet, lack of exercise, lack of sun, lack of a lot of things, parasites can get out of control. And sometimes there's a reason to take turpentine, like you're saying, and what the turpentine does is kind of stuns them, puts them maybe to sleep, and then the body, in its infinite wisdom, will eat up the ones that are just not doing their job or just hanging out, causing trouble. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they kind of, it'll like kind of moderate or moderate, something. Balance it out, which is the body's always okay. trying to do with candida or bacteria. It's always trying to keep everything happy. So when something goes wrong, they're there to let me clean things up, right? So what are you going to do? What are you going to do with the sugar and the turpentine? Yeah, I had read about it actually on vacation, just like doing it for five days, I think they said. So I don't know. Have you ever done anything like oh, that yeah. or not really? Oh, yeah. I, I used to mess with it a lot because, you know, I try stuff. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't, it's pretty cool. It, it feels cleansing for some reason. So um, what you can do is you can just get like a big tablespoon of sugar and then you can drizzle a teaspoon of turpentine and I can turn you on to like the best turpentine. Okay. Okay. I'll send you a link. It's called Forest Diamond Diamond G Forest Products. We interviewed them years ago, and all they do is is put a spike in these pine trees, and it just the sap comes out. Right, the sap comes out. They cook it, and that's turpentine. That's it. Mm. It's not a chemical. It's not poison. It's just an essential oil is what it is. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? And this is a great one. It actually smells like flowers. It's not like a turpentine you would get to a hardware store to clean your paints. You know, or your, it's really good stuff. I'll send you the link in your email, and you can get some, order some. And, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, baby. I'll take care of you. 
And, um, yeah, people deal with sugar. That's what Dr. Daniels thinks it's a good, good way to do it. Sugar. Um, hey now, Patrick, my friend. First of all, I want to thank you very much for all that you do for us. I tried some salt water a couple of days ago when I had a hangover. And man, does it work. <laughs> I didn't get rid of the hangover so fast. I've never gotten rid of the hangover so fast. Isn't that funny? I'm really glad you got your money together from your from your listeners. Yeah, thank you. But then again, everybody thinks you should. I'm sure. Oh, if you sometimes have thoughts that aren't your own, don't take them seriously. <laughs> I think AI is working. It's frequencies from cell phones and Wi-Fi's messes with us all. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah. Stay strong, and soon the world will be a better place. Isn't that nice? Do you think? I don't. I don't think AI can put in thoughts into our head. Do you? I don't want to believe that. So I've had a weird experience that I don't tell many people, but now I'll just tell everybody. You can tell everybody now. Sure. Um, that, you know, you know how people will look up things on the internet or their phone. And then of course, you know, the phone starts catching on and starts showing you things related to that because you've talked about it or maybe you've searched it. I have had the experience where I have only ever thought about it, not spoken it out loud. And I will get things in my email or things pop up on my phone that are related to what my thoughts were and have wondered how that is possible. Well, thoughts are crazy. no, no. Thoughts are things, and they do transmit out. But whoa! So, are you saying that you you didn't say it? You didn't put it on the you didn't nothing. There were just thoughts about a certain thing, and you start seeing people selling you that thing on on online or in your phone. Yeah, it hasn't happened, like, it doesn't happen as frequently as, like, say you're having a conversation with someone about, you know, I don't know, Manuka honey, and then, you know, you get some kind of random thing. But there, I I would say there's been a handful of times where I have only thought the thought and then seen something come into my email or pop up as an ad um, when I'm scrolling and I have been freaked out. Like, can it read my thoughts when I'm sleeping? That's crazy. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm, really I'm not disbelieving you, but I, that's crazy. Well, let's, let's think it through. Now we know, believe, know, that I can, after this show or I'm walking, I can say quietly, hi, Hannah, thanks for being on. I really like you. You're cool. I appreciate you. That. You'll get that. You know, right? You get it. I know that. I know that to be true. Or you could even say, Hannah, why don't, please, would you call me? I'm, I'm just experimenting. Just call me. And you could do that a few times. And I guarantee you, if you want to, 
You don't have to because you have free will, but you could call. So I guess it's not a stretch to think that there could be whoa. There could be there could be rascals out there that could know. I guess it's possible. Okay. I thought I was crazy when it happened. I really did. I was like, I am now officially nuts. Nuts. I'm officially I'm nuts. I'm just totally wacko. Why don't you experiment with that a little bit, if you want to, and start thinking about something just to see if it happens again. And you could do it even more strongly. Say, I'm thinking about, I don't know, whatever. And I just want to see if you guys are picking this up. If you are, send me an ad, because I, I want to buy one. Okay, I'll work on it. Yeah, work on it for next week and see. That's crazy. <laughs> It was, it was, I have, I like, I have told a couple people that that has happened to me. I was like, no, like this really happened. Like I never said it out loud. Maybe it's just, um, they know me. I don't know. That's so scary. That is, that is scary. Well, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Hannah uh, over the years that I don't believe there are any secrets. You know, I think that whatever we think and believe and feel, obviously whatever we type on, you know, computer and your phone, that's obvious that that's no, you know, everybody knows that. But, you know, I think they're all jamming together and, but how machines can pick this up? I don't know, man. I don't even want to think that. <laughs> Please write in if that has happened to you yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. feel alone. That's right. So Hannah doesn't feel totally crazy. Dear Patrick, love your show. I don't remember my dreams. You talk a lot about them. Since I use weed, I can't sleep without it. Well, I don't know. Oh, my God. There's, um, there's sleep products now that are out there that are little gummies, you know? Gummies. But they're just uh, THC, you know, what they are. And they help people sleep for some reason. I took one about a year ago. Somebody gave me this. They said, this will help you sleep. I think it's got some THC in my toe. Oh, my God. I was whacked for two days, man. Just, there's no way I could sleep. I don't know how that puts people to sleep. I just, beyond me, beyond me. Did you ever, did you ever smoke marijuana when you were a little kid? That may have happened. <laughs> may have happened. Did it put you to sleep? Uh, it depends what, what kind it is. So there's some that are stimulating and some that are not. I didn't know you were so up on, on happy, wacky tobacco. Well, <laughs> yeah. So there's some that's more of a relaxant and some that's mm. more of like a stimulant for focus. Mm. So that would put me to sleep, that kind. So I think that Hannah may just be more than just this farm girl in the in Amish, we're off the record. In Amish <laughs> County because, you know, things are eking out. <laughs> that's, that's uh, weed is, must be the new thing. Weed is the new thing now, though. Oh, is, it? is that? Is everybody's that, getting there. 
Yeah. Do you guys have a med- have to get medical cards in uh, the state of Texas? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's pretty pretty open here. Yeah, I think it's pretty open. So I don't know. So if you don't remember your dreams because you're smoking weed, well, maybe don't do that anymore. Um, <clears throat> When you, have, when you and Steve are on together, Steve Falconer, you guys always make me laugh. Steve just laughs all the time. He's hilarious. You've heard Steve Falconer. He's just laughing all the time. Yeah. I love his laugh, too. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick, for the talk with Dave Stetzer, also. Australia is similar to the U.S. grounded Y electricity system. Uh, here it's called the MEN system. They love their acronyms. Not an open delta system. I started electroculturing this year, which leads me to diving into the grounding again. Yeah, that whole thing about grounding mats and all that is just fascinating. Screw all these global muppets. Steve is correct. Anarchy is for courageous, errant souls that have a spine and are prepared to keep the moral compass no matter what. (laughs) Well, you got feisty there. (laughs) I like it, though. That's some good Friday energy. I liked it, huh? Yeah. I just think you're about a lot feistier than you might have to be. Um... Oh, I was waxing one day about how I thought that the that it was just wrong, you know, to forgive these student loans, you know. I just thought it was just not a good idea to show people that they could just um, not have to do what they agreed to do. I thought it was like, you know, encouraging bad behavior. Do you know what I mean? You took out this loan... You said you were going to pay it back, but we're just going to forgive it because we want you to vote for us next time, which is pretty much what they're doing. Right? Mm-hmm. So someone didn't like that. Part of the reason there's so much tension between the older and younger generation is that people like you just haven't gotten it and don't want to. You grew up where in economic times are easier, some of the best ever for younger folks, everything has been more challenging and expensive. That's probably true. Uh, education, housing, food, transportation, blah, blah, blah. Instead of exploring politics like NAFTA, you go into this, I created my reality shtick. As engaging and eye-opening as your shows and guests are, I've always found it wildly less interesting that you don't consider one can take personal responsibility and not fall into victim mode while concurrently acknowledging how the cards may not be stacked against them. Instead, I think it can be empowering to understand how certainly forces can hinder one so one can become wiser 
and strategic. God bless you, comrade. Comrade, oh, it's, hopefully you can get a glimpse the young are having to deal with. Well, you know, I, I appreciate what you're saying. I, I don't believe that the cards are ever stacked more against one than anybody else. I think everybody creates the stacked cards. I think we create all the stacked cards against us. So, these kids that are borrowing a bunch of money and, you know, to go to college, which they, they, they know what the economy is like. They know what's going on. They know how much the payment was going to be. You know, I don't, I don't think that anything is doing anything to them that they didn't agree to. Yeah, there's a lot there, I think, in that in that email to address. And I'm sure there are differences generationally on, on perspectives are different um, generation to generation. But uh, I, I kind of felt the same way when you read it. I do, I do think it, some of it is our perspective um, or the position that we take with our own reality and, and what we're living in. Um, but yeah, maybe we could encourage our listener to um, think of it more as a conversation opener instead of a, a judgment against them or their generation, because I think that's how we facilitate understanding is having those conversations and listening to each other's perspectives and thoughts, which they did a really good job of explaining yeah. their own. Which I don't do sometimes, because sometimes I get, I get a little snarky with, you know, <laughs> just not taking responsibility, and I should probably temper my snarkiness. Well, I think I think the question, the bigger question, is who's really forgiving the debt? Is the debt really being forgiven, or is it just being piled up on taxpayers? Do you well, know what I'm saying? Because nothing's free in this country. I will tell you that. Totally. I mean, it, it's a uh, we end up paying for this stuff. You know that the money's got to come from somewhere, and the banks are not just giving it up because the banks loan the money. You know, the government is doing a deal with the banks to not have the kids pay back the thing. And where does that money come from is us. So, you know. So I think there's valid concerns there when you're looking at, you know, the longevity of our, our country and its financial, the current financial state and its financial future. So those are probably different, differing perspectives just based on where that generation is in life versus where we're at. So we can all talk about those things because they affect all of us. All of us. Hi, Patrick. I'm in my 50s. And I hear a lot about micro-communities, people who want to live away from the digital system. Do you know of anyone who can speak to these micro-communities? Hmm. I'd like to be a part of that. Have you heard about any of those things, Anna? I, I'm not, is he talking about like the communities where they, they don't want us to leave and they're offering everything we need or communities that are pulling away from society to generate their own little utopia? That one. And also, there are communities where they don't have any cell phone reception or any anything. There's one on the East Coast, I think close to where you were over on your vacation, somewhere in North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, we could look into it. You could find these little places. That'd be kind of cool, right? 
no phones, no internet, nothing. That'd be cool. What do they do? I bet they talk to each other. They probably talk to each other. They probably play. You want to play Amish tonight? Let's be an Amish. <laughs> That's fantastic. I bet there's like eye contact, handshaking, and all of that. <laughs> eye contact, yeah. Eye, eye contact, good stuff. I can find this. I want to read it. Oh, here's somebody that donated $25 and I sent about a thank you thing. And they said, glad to be of help. Your shows are fabulous. I learned so much from, first from Ray Pete, and then about the corona scam. But since you brought up Darko, I really feel finally that I found the truth. Well, people really love old Darko. Have you heard him? You heard many of his shows, yeah. Anna? Dear Patrick, you had some great researchers on your show, your shows long ago, 10 to 15 years ago. Eustace Mullins, Alan Watt, Jordan Maxwell. And they all explained what was coming. Are you surprised now that the monster is here and they were right? Or have you been expecting this craziness all along? I'm just curious. I personally knew, knew, so I personally knew these people by myself. So I'm not surprised at all. I'm amazed. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hannah, 15 years ago, we were talking to people about the money thing and Jordan Maxwell who talked about, you know, these one-worlders and globalists. This is what they wanted to do. Alan Watt, he's another good one. And yeah, I never really thought much about it. I just always thought it was fun, but I think the last two or three years, it's really kind of snuck up on us and said, Look at this. Isn't this fun? You want to do this for now? Well. Darko wrote me an email. Oh, look at this. Oh. Patrick, some of your followers make me feel so important. Often when they contact me, after listening to a show I do with you, they say, I had to contact you because Patrick has only has had you on multiple times and he only has special guests on his show. Oh, thank you, brother. Aww. Also, oh, man. I sent Darko $25 yesterday. Awesome. That's why he does his little thing with donations, too. And I said, I'm getting all these donations in. I want to share some with Darko. So I said, Isn't it fun to give? I want to be a billionaire just so I can give it all away. Why? Well, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I thought that too. Just be a philanthropist. 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 
pals are having fun playing. Oh, my pals are having fun playing with your male-female side energies. Wild to see how true it is. How we've geeked. Now we're geeked. Now we're now we're geeked into some how to clear some traumas. What are some steps to do that? Yeah, we talk a lot about the male side being the left side, right? Left side. Not the right side, but the left side. Female side being the right side. Yeah, and I think you were talking about that with Adam mm-hmm. on Monday, right? Does yeah. that come up? Yeah, and it's so funny because when I did yoga teacher training, they always said the left side was the female and the right side was the masculine. Yes. And my right side is is dominant. So I was like, even though I'm left-handed, like I'm right side dominant. And I was like, oh, I must just have a lot of masculine energy. So maybe I have a lot of... You, like, you, you're more girl than you thought. Energy. See, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it definitely is female right. I think it got convoluted somewhere along the way from a religious perspective. I wasn't there a thing in the Bible where it said uh, sitting at the right hand of God, you know. Yes. So I think it was just a bunch of rich white dudes that wanted to say that guys were running the world, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. It, it has been fascinating to hear that because I thought at first when you said it the one time that you were like, I was like, is he... Did he say that? And then I like looked up what you were like. You commented on on a listener's yeah. comment, and I was like, "Oh, this is new for me." So, yeah, yeah. I've I've had a play out with uh, several people that I know where they had a little lump in their breast, and it was a uh, definitely congruent to the left side being male because they were having an issue with their father or something. Definitely. Mm. So, and Adam is. Oh, he's worked on thousands of people the last 50 years, and he, he's definitely proven that the left and the right are that way. He, he knows it, for sure. <clears throat> I need to go see him. I would love to, too, because it'd be fun to get there and just have him play with you and, you know, and, and look at the, the feet and ask you questions. Because he can tell, if, he, if he's holding somebody's feet, he can tell exactly who's the matter with you. And see, his whole thing is who's the matter with you, right? Not what's the matter yeah. with you. Who's yeah. who's the matter with you? I, I need Adam, I need to get in your book, please. <laughs> you know, he's got some ebooks um yeah. for really uh, very low cost, ten, fifteen bucks from his website, solartiming.com and or yeah, solartiming.com. You could probably learn some of that stuff from him. Patrick, are you disappointed? Myla is not real. No, I, you know, really, I was just kidding about. You know what's funny about that too, and I think another reason why Hollywood is going to fall down and go boom over this. Not that I'm wishing them well, but if you look at it, if you really look carefully, can't you tell that it's a computer? I can. I mean, I don't know. Look at her head. The way her head sits. No, because they've been photoshopping so many images for so long. So right. I think that's kind of like, you know, you don't really know what's real and what's not anymore. And maybe that's exactly what they wanted, you yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah. There was, a, there, there was a movie that um, um, Martin Scorsese did called The Irishman. 
and it was with uh, some big actors and Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro, and they were actually able to use a certain camera um, and show Robert De Niro when he was uh, 30 years younger. And he was, mm. I mean, it was crazy what they can do now. Crazy what yeah. they can do. That's wild. That's wild. Wild. Okay. So I know you have to go and do a thing, but so this is for this is for the the Ferrari behind door number three, if you get this right. Okay. How (laughs) Ferrari, door number three. You can start thinking about Ferraris. Let's see if you get a Ferrari. What do you think? Let's see if you get a Ferrari. Well, no, it's not fair because we're saying it out loud. It wouldn't be a good... Yeah, we can't say it out loud. It wouldn't I be a good thing. It has to be a secret thought. Secret, a secret thought. But for Ferrari and door number three, how, what's the gross box office so far from Ken and Barbie? Oh my gosh, I have to guess this? Yep. Oh wow, I am going to really, really give a bad answer. Um, did you see it? No. Hmm. No, me neither. Um... Is it millions? More. Billions? Well, I'll Come tell on. you. One point oh five, one billion dollars. Billion. Wow! Wow! I don't think I don't think there's only been about three or four movies. Before you go, let me tell you how many movies. I love this kind of stuff. Movies have grossed a one billion. Let's see what they are. Can you guess which ones they are? Movies that made a billion. Jurassic Park. Wow. The Dark Knight. Wow. I didn't... You know, that's the one with the... These are all about, like, real stuff, like Barbies, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. The Hobbit. <laughs> the Hobbit made a billion. Wow, more than I thought. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. had a billion. Alice in Wonderland, 2010. Really? Zootopia. Wow. Star Wars Episode One. About a billion dollars. And Barbie, 2023. Is that the name of it, Barbie? So there's more than I... Pirates of the Caribbean made a billion. No wonder that guy makes so much money. (laughs) A lot of Star Wars. Oh, I had no idea. Toy Story grossed over a billion. Oh. The Joker, Star Wars, a lot of Star Wars. Wow, I had no idea. Wow. Barbie, a billion. <clears throat> 485,000 in the United States and 600,000 international. So you, you're probably not going to see it. Are you going to see it? No. You know. I think they're doing just fine. I, I don't need to. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry I have to go because I do actually have to jump on another Zoom call for, for work. But thank you so much for having me back. Thank you. Um, and let me share the space with you today. I'm very, very thankful. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for being thankful. And it's our pleasure. You have a nice weekend. And uh, I'll let you know if I do vacation tomorrow, next week. So you will you can just come yeah, on. Yeah, let me know. You can just come on and do it by yourself tomorrow, next week. I'll okay. See, I'll see you, sweetie. <laughs> bye, bye. All right. Take, take care. Take bye, care. everybody. Bye. <laughs> she's great. I love it that she's so thankful. Don't you think it's cool? She's 
It's good to be thankful. Man, I'm thankful, thankful. Let's stick around for a few minutes. If I can get some more orange juice, I could probably make it. What are we going to do here? Oh, I know. If you have not looked at Chen Blossom, you're going to really be excited to be there. Go on OneRadioNetwork.com and do Shen Blossom. OneRadioNetwork.com, Shen Blossom, and uh, look at some of their, their products. Here's one that we really like. Previously, with our friend Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom. A good example of this also is like the Hoshiwu formula. Mm. That is, um, mm. That's a new one that came out. It's, it's really good because it's a blood builder. A lot of people don't understand that Hoshiwu is actually toxic if it's not prepared correctly. Um, so I wanted to come out with one that not only features the Hoshiwu as the king herb in the formula, but it's prepared of a minimum of 14 days. Usually we try and get 20, 21 days of cooking it. So you can think of it as like it's in a slow cooker with black beans. Huh. Um and it's basically just cooking down and deactivating some of those liver toxic compounds. So we do use that as like the bulk of the formula, but we basically put a lot of like mature ginseng root, like in our root extract, we have the fermented hydrolyzed pearl powder, reishi stem, and it's got shuri hong, which is like a Romania type family. We got both the prepared warm stuff and then the cool stuff to kind of balance it out in the sense so it doesn't become sticky. If you get a good quality hoshiwu that's properly prepared, it definitely has some invigorating qualities to it and makes you feel relaxed, but yet fully vigorous and energized. Now, that's the kind of Hoshiwu that you would like, right? Really nice products, as you can hear. If you'd like to order Hoshiwu or the other products, click on Shen Blossom right there on the front page, oneradionetwork.com. Shen Blossom. I think we've been uh, promoting this cell for, how long has it been? Maybe 12 years or something like that. Just, it's just crazy. The, my friend was down in Los Angeles uh, recently, and he brought up some pure sulfur. We just ordered some from you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I was just looking at it, and I was like, wow, you know, this stuff really is totally different so I just I put a tablespoon in my mouth and mm. just chugged it with water and wow yeah thanks a lot of people get that wild thing I felt something first time I took it about three years ago and we've been promoting this pure organic sulfur ever since two pound orders three different prices United States Canada worldwide and you can click an order right now on the front page Right here, oneradionetwork.com. So, my mic was off there for a minute. So, uh, we've learned so much about the monetary system over the last oh, 20 years. And it's just, a, it's just a given that the whole thing is so bonkers and there's no such thing as real money and uh, the only thing that's real money is gold and silver coins. Uh, gold and silver 
and then we like the coins because they're, they're a private um, transaction. Also, you can um, you can then save these guys for their collector value and also their gold and silver value. So it's really really quite a great great way to invest in gold and silver yeah, with coins. Um, if you're on uh, BitChute, you can on the video you can just call Fred after the show if you want this and talk to him. 800-878-2646. I've known Fred for, gosh, uh, 25 years. Very ethical fellow. Um, he'll only, he'll do whatever you want to do. He's not trying to sell you something that you don't want. You know, he's just not wired like that. No sales. Just, here's what we have. And uh, talk to him about your current situation. And it might just be a good time for you to, to buy some gold and silver coins. Could be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, I tell you what, it has been, I mean, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking hot, I've been talking like hot for maybe two months now. And we have, uh, we have literally been over 100 degrees probably for 45 days. I know it's strange. But personally, I think that the uh, weather is being controlled, is being manipulated. I don't think there's any doubt about it. All the evidence is showing that it is. So this little, this little stretch that they're running with a lot of the country I think it's just another, you know, the World Bank or the World Economic Forum is now calling a global boiling. Um, so much of this uh, control mechanism and what's going on is all tied in with the Green New Deal. You know, so this is what they want to do is just make our lives just miserable. But we're good. Our lives not miserable. Left brain is male, right brain is female, okay? Left brain is Lucifer, right brain is Jesus, left brain is master, right brain is slave. Not your body left and right. Well, I mean, to your point, I mean, the the brain and the body are one, so you, you can't separate the brain from the body. If we say that the left side of the body is male, which it is, then obviously the left side of the brain is. So I'm not sure what your point is there, but not your body, left and right. The body is the brain. The brain is the body. <clears throat> we have the soul and then the mind. Mind. Not physical, and then the mind, whatever's in the mind, is in the brain, because they're one but separate, and then it's in the body. It's pretty, pretty simple. Now, scientists, um, uh, all these people, they really think, they don't really talk about the mind, they talk about the brain. 
has been. But the brain is just um, the hardware, like your computer. Right? The mind would be the software, like Windows 10 or Windows 12 or whatever. And then, oh, there you have it. I have a successful small business and yes, I very much have to, Andrea, have to get wise about how money works. I feel tremendous compassion for the generation after me that has been so poorly advised and miseducated as I look to teachers, their communities and elders for wisdom and advice. Yeah, I mean, um, there's there's always been a lack of real education about the monetary system. There always have been. I mean, the only reason I halfway understand it is because of my long, long relationship with Andrew Goss. Now, if you'd like an education, you can go to oneradionetwork.com and click on shows, and you see the show, The Real World of Money, right? Oh, I think my camera just faded out. Let me change it. And then you can listen. You can listen to 15, well, I think 12 years of shows of the real world of money. And you will get, I mean, you will get an education like never, never before. You really will. You could listen, you could, you could burn those puppies on a, on a flash drive or whatever you got, however they do those things, and Listen to start in 2008 and go till when did he leave his body three years ago? And listen to every one of them. Take notes, think about it, and you will understand how money works. There's just no doubt about it. You'll understand. So that's what I would do. It's all right there for you, free, free, free of charge. If you want to call before we leave here, uh, 888-663-6386. We're live on August the 11th. If you're watching on BitChute, please uh, check out the link to our store underneath uh, the video. Also, the, um, the donation thing. If you want to donate and keep us going, help keep us going, then you can also... subscribe and click the little bell, and we'll let you know when we put a new show up.
this whole email thing is, I got to figure this out because it's, it's like a showstopper. I mean, uh, I don't know what's happening. We can't get emails through. Somebody's been junking around with them, so I'm, I've outreached to some pretty intelligent geeks. We're going to figure out how to just revamp it or start anew. But it, it hasn't been as easy as just um, doing a different email address. We've tried with a Gmail address. Right now we have Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com and we've tried with uh, one radio, Patrick One Radio at gmail.com at gmail.com and um, it's not working. So I don't know what's going on. Um, I've been responding to people who have sent in donations and I don't know if you're even getting them or not. So we're, on the last 25 or so I have left to thank, I'm going to ask people to respond if they get this so I can tell if they're getting through. So we're going to do that. And uh, just going to figure it out. So thanks for your patience. Thanks for your patience. Oh, God love you. I just sent a one-time PayPal gift of $100, didn't you? I haven't seen that, but I'm sure you did. Wow, thank you so much. Very kind. And then I signed up for a $20 a month deal. William, oh, you're so cool. It's William in New Jersey. Oh, thank you. It's amazing, 100 bucks. I've just been so overwhelmed with the amount of love and support that we've, we've got when we got in this jam with the money thing. Letters, emails, is crazy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go now. Don't forget, we have 15 years of audio archives on our website. Some really good stuff. I mean, you can put in thyroid or detox or, I don't know, whatever. Any subject you can think of. And our search engine on our website is pretty good. Then you can put in people, people's names, and you'll be surprised how many really cool people that we talked to when I first started this thing in 2008, uh, or 2008, 8, 9, 10, 11, and uh, it was easy to get people on because nobody else was doing it. I mean, podcast in 2008, I mean, nobody was doing it. Very few people. Very few people. So we were way ahead of the curve, and now everybody's got their own show, which is great. So, things change, you know, things change. So I love you guys, thank you, have a nice weekend. Send us some cool weather, if you, if you know some rain angels, or cool weather angels, and uh, we'll see you real soon. I'm thinking we're going to take next week off, 
I'm kind of like, I wouldn't. I could really use a decompression chamber for about a week, getting off the computer, and we'll see. I don't have any guests scheduled for next week because I I can't get any emails through to guests. So maybe just God's way of saying take a few days off. We may do that. We'll keep in touch. Let you know. Let us know how how we can help. If there's anything I can do for you. I'm at your service. I love you. Thank you, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. If we can do anything, and we will see you soon. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.